Hello there, and welcome to a special holiday edition episode of the Horn Call podcast. This is getting to be uh, a bit of an annual tradition. I think this is the third one we've done. Uh, my name is James Bolden. I am the host of the IHS podcast and the publications editor as well. My very special guest today for this special edition podcast episode are Allison Demel, the interim executive director of the IHS, and Johanna Lundy, the treasurer of the IHS. Uh, we cover lots of fun things today in our discussion. We talk about the great year that the IHS has had and all of the exciting things that have happened the past year and that are upcoming in uh, in future years. Uh, one thing that I want to make sure and mention at the top of the podcast is we did not, unfortunately, we did not mention how grateful we are to uh, the previous uh, symposium host of IHS 55, Louis-Philippe Marsolet. Thank you so much, Louis-Philippe, for putting together uh, just the biggest horn party uh, of, of, of last year. And uh, thank you so much for for everything you did to make that an amazing symposium. So that was uh, one thing we just, uh, in all of our um, enthusiasm to talk about stuff, we just left that out for some reason. But thank you again, Louis-Philippe, and to your entire team in Montreal for putting on IHS 55. And now we made sure to mention that. On with my discussion with Alison DeMille and Johanna Lundy. And thank you both so much for joining me. I am here with two of the very amazing people that really run the International Horn Society. Johanna Lundy, the treasurer, and Alison DeMel, the interim executive director. So welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, and so we were just talking off, uh, off mic about what this episode is going to be about. So first of all, it's our kind of become an annual tradition, a holiday special episode that's uh, in between the normal monthly episodes. So this is a, a special edition podcast. And uh, maybe Allison, tell us a little bit about what it means to be the interim director, interim executive director, excuse me, of an organization and how that sort of came to be in your lap. And you're doing a very, very fine job doing it. But there's a bit of a story there, right? Because you have been involved with the IHS for a while now, but you are fairly new to this position of interim executive director. Yeah. So before I assumed this role, I was in the role of uh, secretary. So I was taking minutes. Um, you might have listened to the podcast I did before that kind of explains um, what that role was like. Um, and then, uh, sadly, our executive director, Julia um, Bircher, she stepped down as executive director. Um, and But through her and all of the things that she's been working on, um, she uh, passed on the position to me. And um, it was not too uh, crazy of a shift, um, at least in terms of like, I didn't have a lot of the... I didn't have to kind of pick up on the knowledge because I was already secretary before. So as secretary, I was kind of already aware of all the things that we were working on. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how, how things transitioned there. 
Mm -hmm. Just a note about being a secretary. Whenever I'm when I'm on committees at my my university, uh, <laughs> I always volunteer to be the secretary because it keeps me engaged in what's going on in the meetings because I'm forced to pay attention <laughs> rather than zoning out. So, uh, yeah, for Definitely. sure. Yeah, the the position of secretary is super important to any organization. Um, and Johanna, tell us a little bit about what the treasurer does for the IHS. Sure. Um, I've worked in a couple different roles here. So I have um, a background in development in addition to, um, you know, understanding finance. So that's that's helped me with looking at the numbers. Um, it's also helped me in um, guiding our asset management. So we do have, um, you know, a substantial amount of um, endowed scholarship, primarily scholarship monies. Um, so those are managed at the Toledo Community Foundation. So that's one of the things that's been a part of my role. Um, also in consultation with the president and the executive director, we work um, every year to create the draft budget, which is then um, approved by the advisory council um, in full at our big meeting, uh, which happens at the symposium every summer. And then I guess I'd say from day to day, another important thing that Treasurer does is just reviewing and proposing, or sorry, not proposing, but um, approving expenses. So, you know, we're primarily seeing the same expenses we'd expect from the budget. It's it's pretty boring. It's pretty mundane. We're not having any wild and crazy expenses come up. <laughs> so it's just it's just carrying out what we've agreed to um, in general. And um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much how I'm involved. Well, great. And just to in case anybody wasn't aware that's listening out there, the International Horn Society is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And that means that most of the people doing the majority of the work are not paid employees. That's right. Yeah. 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 So a lot of our volunteers um, do things like um, they manage the different events going on in um, each region and making sure that the people in those regions are aware of what's going on. If they have any special events coming up and um, then they kind of all work together to kind of uh, facilitate between the different regions, make sure there are no schedule like big scheduling conflicts between nearby areas and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and most, oh, sorry. Um, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. Most of the people involved in the organization are volunteers. They are mostly um, not compensated. So for example, the executive committee, those are the four elected officers. Um, so we do not receive a salary. The advisory council does not receive a salary. We receive a little bit of support, some support to come um, to the annual symposium. Um, but as far as the paid positions, we have, you know, a, a pretty lean team. So James is one of our people um, because it takes so much time to create the horn call. Um, we've got a, a membership coordinator um, and then the executive director is kind of making sure everything happens and running the biz. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. there's a new addition to the staff, uh, Jefferson Montiel, uh, the social media coordinator. That was a big deal, right? This bringing on a social media person specifically to handle that aspect of the organization. Yeah. Especially in this stage, uh, in this stage of uh, kind of where social media has taken off. Um, it's so important because it's really probably the most important tool in order to connect with our community and our um, audiences in order to make sure that they they know the different opportunities that are available through the International Horn Society and um, any of the upcoming events and especially, you know, everything happening with the symposium, kind of getting excited and ramping up for that each year. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Alice and I were both, um, this was very important to us. We were both involved in the hiring committee um, for that position. It was a big, it was a big one for us. We had amazing applicants. Um, we had a lot of applicants and, um, yeah, just, we both have been coming to this, um, with that eye, especially Allison being younger, um, than myself. Um, but knowing, uh, you know, I think we have a lot of people serving in, um, volunteer capacities for whom social media is not necessarily, um, of, of their generation. And so it's been uncomfortable for some people, but we knew we needed to do this. And I think it's been working out really beautifully and trying to just transfer, um, some of the great things that we're doing into that format. Yeah, his stuff is really good. I've seen the some of the video content and then, you know, the posts that show up on Instagram and Facebook. So if you are not following the IHS on Instagram and Facebook, please go do that as soon as you're done with this episode. Um, so another thing we had uh, talked about briefly before we started the, the recording today was it's been a good year for the IHS. There's been a lot of things happening, things taking shape. It might be nice for listeners, again, this being kind of a year-end summing up uh, special episode of the podcast, talk a little bit about what this year has been like for the IHS. And again, we don't have to get into specifics or anything like that, but just big picture stuff that the general IHS member might not be aware of, but that, you know, this is, this is our organization. Everybody should feel uh, like they belong because they love the horn and, you know, whatever level that is and what that means to you, you are part of the IHS. So um, I'm going to let you all go for it. Yeah, one of the uh, big things that we've been working on is um, revamping our awards and scholarships programs and kind of changing up the repertoire um, to make it more, um, you know, more diverse, more uh, equal, better representation. Um, also incorporating a lot more newer things, a lot more modern stuff, um, mm -hmm. rather than just kind of the, the standard works. Um, while those are really helpful to be working on, obviously for auditions and things like that, it's also nice to kind of expand the horizons and see what else is out there too. Yeah, and I'll add that over the last couple of years, um, we we did a lot of work with clarifying and creating our mission, vision, and values. So some mm -hmm. of those pieces, you know, we always had a mission before, but um, we brought some more clarity into it with with those other pieces. Um, and I think we're doing really well with with having those in place to guide the organization with our decision-making. Um, so that's, that's another thing. And I can give a little snapshot kind of of our budget. Um, so for those who don't know, our annual budget is, has been around um, 200,000 us um, annually. So um, again, it, it's, it always depends from year to year um, kind of what, what we have coming and going, but um the horn call is obviously going to be a large chunk of that um, mm -hmm. because we're um, we have the editing needs, we have printing, mailing costs, um, but there are a lot of other things that we do. Um, most of our money goes to program um, things, so including mm -hmm. horn call, but also um, scholarships, awards. Um, so we really try to support students. Um, we have a new initiative that's a really beautiful thing. I hope people have heard about it. It's uh, specifically a gift that came in to honor um, amateur and enthusiast players. So that is an, an endowed um, gift that is going to, um, we're still seeking information. So if you are listening to this and you say, that's me, I have ideas of how that funding could be used to support um, the enthusiast community near where I live. Um, we want to hear from you. So, um, 
so that's exciting, a new initiative for us. And of course, supporting compositions for the horn. So we have a variety of ways that we, we are able to do that with awards and also the Mir Ramon um, composer uh, commission support. Mm -hmm. That's impacted a lot of people. There's, you know, dozens and dozens of things that have been commissioned through that. And then, of course, the composition contest that is, uh, you know, uh, it's not every year. I think it's every other year, if I'm remembering correctly. And then now the decision yeah. is Ramon will be on the years that the composition contest isn't. And then so there will be something happening yeah. every year with regard to new music for the horn. So that's exciting. And I think probably... Most people out there, even if they're not IHS members, they've come across the website, right? Either through mm -hmm. Darren Robbins, hornexcerpts.org, or they've looked for music online through the online music sales, or they've looked at the classified ads, which used to be hornplayer.net, but now it's completely, you know, part of the IHS. So um, one big thing this year is the revamping of the website. So if you've not been to hornsociety.org in a little bit, you have to check it out. Shout out to Dan Phillips, who's the webmaster extraordinaire. He's uh you know, he's he's done a lot and he's technically retired now, but the, you wouldn't know it from all the work he does on the, the IHS <laughs> website. So, yeah, it's it's beautiful looking. It's clean. I think he's done done a lot with getting that new format to be as usable as possible. And I mean, you know, if if you go to that website, you really should probably join the IHS or at least support the organization in some fashion because you're using, you know, a very, very valuable resource and it every little bit is going to help support that. And so the more support the organization gets, the more things like that they can do, the better they can serve the membership. Yeah. And about the website, I mean, it is a tremendous resource. So for people who haven't checked it out recently, I mean, there are recordings, there are articles that are available to the whole world for free. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, especially as a, a college professor, I like to use it if I'm giving assignments, you know, hey, I want you to go research um, this so-and-so, you know, famous horn player. Um, there just are a lot of resources there for learning that, um, I mean, I know that um, you know, something we've really taken seriously is as as the world has become more and more connected online, especially during the pandemic, you know, what what why does the Horn Society exist? You know, and it's a it's a fair question, right? I think. Um, but we in addition to some important reasons offline, you know, I think we are really contributing a lot of um important content and it's not um it's been curated it's mm -hmm. it's um it's vetted and you know we have a lot of um very accomplished people who've contributed to this organization it's not just you know a random thread a random youtube where um you know and that's not to say that that everyone's perspective isn't valid but it, it is to say that it's you know a slightly more rigorous and academic place you can go for information um, and I think, again, beyond that, um, one of the things that I know is so important to Hadagundas is uh, the president, current president, is just the idea of um, fellowship and community. And I think that that is something that, um, you know, we try to use the online tools as best we can because of being worldwide. It's very hard to. Um, you know, we can't all be all over the world, um, but mm -hmm. we are really trying to make a space where um, everyone can feel included. Um, for people who don't know, we have um, a special membership fee guidelines. So they're actually, um, this is based on um, country um, gross domestic, domestic product, I believe, but the figures, mm -hmm. it comes from a, a U.S. 
and World um, Index. And so there actually are some countries where you can become an, uh, a digital member of the IHS for free. Um, so it really is an effort to make um, make the organization something that can be for everyone. We obviously have a lot of um, U.S. members, but really trying to support um, as, as best we can a worldwide community of horn players. Yeah, one of the biggest concepts we've talked in talked about in the executive committee, both in my time as secretary and as interim executive director, is the idea that the International Horn Society isn't just like just the people who are either like, you know, who are paid or who are um, on the advisory council or anything like that. It's the International Horn Society is our entire horn community and. Mm -hmm all of our community members make up the International Horn Society. We are all the International Horn Society. Yeah, and that brings to mind another thing, another project that the IHS supports is regional workshops. You know, it's depending on where and when the International Symposium is, not everybody may be able to get to it every year. Although I highly encourage anyone who's not been to one, you, you've, you've got to go check one of these out because it's sort of the culmination of that year of, you know, the IHS. And that's where the annual meeting is. And that's where as many of us that we can get together when feasible, you know, we get together. But if you can't, there are regional workshops all over the place happening at different times. You can find that out on the IHS website. There's a calendar function that tells you about events happening that might be closer to you and more feasible to get to. And so those regional workshops and conferences get support from the IHS. People can apply for funding. So that's that's yet another thing that people's contributions are going to support. I'll just, I'll quickly add to that, that, you know, we take it really seriously and we, we appreciate your feedback. We want more feedback. And we know one thing we have heard is it is expensive and it's hard to get to the international, right? So we know that and that that's not going to work for everybody. So we have talked a lot about what we might do in the future to um, either have smaller events that could be on different continents, um, you know, more regularly or and or um, what are some ways that we could facilitate um, participation at the symposium without physically being there? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, all ideas are on the table. We, we really do want to make it. it. It's not meant to be something exclusive, um, but there is a value to bringing people together from international, you know, places, it makes it for a special event. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, okay. So let's say I am someone out there listening to this and okay, you sold me. I want to give X number of something to the IHS. What would be the best way for me to go do that? Yes. Well, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> the, um, so there are a couple different ways that you can support what we're doing. So, um, Membership is one. If you're not a member of the IHS, um, there are a lot of benefits to joining. Um, so I hope people might consider that. Um, if you're not a member, but you maybe, and maybe the price of membership is just not something that you can afford. Maybe you want to just even throw a couple dollars this way. That's fine too. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe you are a member and you have some additional funds that you could um, give. We we'd love to have your support as well. Um, for people who want to do something digital, um, it's as simple as going to hornsociety.org/backslash/donate, or you can also just even if you get yourself to hornsociety.org, you can find it um, pretty easily from the homepage. Mm -hmm. um, and I also want to make another point, which is that. This is not just about money, but um, there are a lot of volunteer opportunities as well. So if, if you are someone who says, you know what, I want to get more involved, 
I, you know, I don't have the funds. Um, you know, we have a lot of opportunities and I know Allison, you were going to talk a little about the student advisory board. Yeah. So we're actually currently, um, revamping the student advisory council, um, which is, uh, it was created as a small committee of, um, students to um, actually attend our advisory council meetings and you know really give their perspective because it's so important to hear that that student perspective because you know the older people who are in the advisory council may not have as like relevant to the experience that students are currently having and so in that way it's a, a good way to kind of tie all parts of our community together in order to make sure that we're making the most relevant decisions for everybody Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know, the, the advisory council is the governing body of the International Horn Society. They're, you know, they're elected uh, by the membership and then they serve, you know, a certain number of years as a term. And, and there's all kinds of specifications to that. But they are uh, people that care deeply about the horn and about promoting the goals and the, the vision of the IHS. So they are the ones that are working behind the scenes, uh, like the two of you, to just keep the organization afloat, for one, and two, to keep it relevant and, you know, useful and as as uh, you know robust as it can be for for anybody that is interested in this instrument um so shout out to everybody on the ac <laughs> yeah it's it's a great group of people and even beyond the ac we do have other committees um and other roles um so if you think you know oh i don't think i'll get elected to the ac or i don't know if i want to commit that much time i don't know whatever it is um I think just reaching out to anybody who's involved would be a great starting place. We do want voices on these other committees, such as the scholarship committee. We've had development committee, budget committee um, at different times in the past. Um, so there, there are important roles, even in social media. We have a really great volunteer who's working with us and Jeff. Um, yeah, so there are a lot of ways to get involved. Hopefully, um, for U.S. members, hopefully you saw a letter that came from us in the mail. So we wanted to be, you know, in touch with people a little bit more. So just sharing some of the exciting things that we're proud of. Um, so in, in that letter, talking a little bit about um, the impact of our uh, awards and competitions on people. And a special um, quote from Jen Montone in that in that message. Um, so hopefully everybody has that. And for those who are beyond the U.S., you can make a donation as well. It just won't be tax deductible. But um, if that's something you're able to do, um, we'd be very grateful. Yeah, and so yeah, getting it in by year's end, you know, allows you to put that on your yes, your, that is important tax return. Im yep, important detail. Thank you for mentioning that. It it must be um, postmarked. Um, by December 31st, if you are mailing a check, uh, and if you want to make a donation through the website, it's an online, um, thing and it's pretty easy, but yes, again, that is the deadline for this, um, tax year. If you're paying us taxes, mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys are doing everything you're doing. Cause you're both busy professionals <laughs> outside of this stuff for the IHS, you know? So, uh, thank you both so much for <laughs> doing everything you're doing. Um, there was oh what was the other thing I was gonna say oh yeah so with with nonprofits there's uh there's never enough hands to go around for all the jobs that need to be done so don't uh if yeah don't ever think oh they've got it covered they they don't need my help there's if you are willing and interested in helping the IHS there will be something that that could could uh, benefit from your your help for sure 
Yeah, well, another, you know, quick shout out to the newsletter, because this has become something that I think a lot of people are really enjoying and following, and it's done 100% with volunteer time. So mm-hmm. both people writing submissions and sending those in, and then my car crow, and he has a team as well. It's not even just him. Um, it, it is a lot of people that it takes, you know, like Allison said, you know, we are all part of this. Um and we want to make sure, Mike, it's very important to him to have international representation in those um, newsletters. So if you're listening to this and you know someone elsewhere from another, you know, a country that we haven't heard from recently, or if you live in a country that we, you know, is not getting enough visibility, please reach out. We really want to hear from you. Or if you're not, if you're in a country we've heard more from, you know, hey, we're not excluding anybody. There's enough room for everyone. Mm-hmm. Mike is a go-getter. Uh, he's He's like the most intense but laid back person. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's intense. Very, that. He's got the he has, yeah. He's got intensity in his enthusiasm. And I think that's like very key to to how he operates. And it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's infectious. Yeah. But then he's laid back. I, I never feel like pressured <laughs> by anything I'm talking about, which is good. <laughs> so <laughs> well Allison and Johanna, is there anything else we want to cover today in this uh special edition podcast yeah i just would say thanks thanks for listening and thanks for being a part of what we're doing here and reach out if you have ideas about how we can do a better job yeah and uh you know again this being in december uh a happy upcoming new year and best wishes for a prosperous uh 2024 to everybody